welcome back, everybody, to our podcast, Should Our Kids Say? I'm Kelly. I'm Andrea. And we have not been doing well the last couple of weeks. No, um, not even any of it. I haven't been on any of the socials. I haven't been on my own socials, though. So, like, it's not just this. Like, I missed one of my best friend's birthdays a few days ago. Still, I still haven't told her. Happy birthday, Brianna. I'm sorry. I love you. I told her happy birthday. I know. I've been managing more socials. I'm struggling. Our house is too. We've been a mess. Our schedules are all over the place. It's just It's a lot. It's a lot. We're yeah. in a we're in a weird place right now. Kids go back to school in a few days though. Woo. Well, Quinn goes back to school. Quinn goes to school. Kelly will cry at drop off. You know what? Challenge accepted. I will severely dehydrate myself over the next couple days to the tune that I cannot even produce tears. Okay, so you'll sob without tears. But I can't cry. <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> Kelly will cry. Kelly cried really hard when Cormac went to school, too. I'm about to do it now, just thinking about it. When he turned around and he was walking away, like, where is this woman taking us? <laughs> it was so cute. I have pictures. Quinn will scream. She's way feisty. She'll probably start screaming no at people. We might have to walk her in. Yep. Yep. Uh, it'll be fun. It'll be fun. We had a parent orientation yesterday. Um, and so Kelly went to Cormac's classroom because he's in the same classroom. Um, and that way he couldn't miss any information because we already knew most of what was happening in that room. Um, and I went to Quinn's room, which was the new room. I think Cormac's in for more change than he thinks. Yeah. Yeah, because he only had 15 people in his class last year. Not at the beginning of the year. No, not at the end. At the beginning of the year, there were like 20-something. I thought there was like 20, like even. Yeah. And then, I don't know. She said that there's only 15 last year. Whatever. But there's going to be 22, and not even all of the ones are coming back. Obviously, that's not going to happen. Right. That's I mean, but that's how that class works you're gonna have i mean the kids who were technically kindergartners last year are first graders now so they're not in the class and then because of the way that class works and some of the parents might pull their kids that were preschoolers and would have been going into the kindergarten year to put them into a public school for kindergarten yeah it's i'm (laughs) interested to see how formic is a leader in the class he might be really surprising. He's really. Oh, he's a leader. It's just. <laughs> it's just normally not in the direction you want it to go. He's very convincing. I'm just saying, if you were running a country, might be at odds with the United States. But... Why couldn't this be the country? <laughs> um, because we don't tend to levitate towards dictators and stuff like that. So. Oh, you're. you're a lot of things to say about this as a political podcast. What? Mm-hmm. Politics are in everything. No, he's he's very convincing. He tries to convince us all the time of everything. So it, it's natural that he wants to convince children and when they don't go his way. He's a little animated. Yeah. 
Yeah. I honestly, I think the cubby move will be a big deal. Mm. Yeah. It's in a totally different spot. It was a weird move. It's catty corner from where it was. I mean, it's not, I don't know, it's that it moved at all. It doesn't have to move. It just stayed. That's one of those things, and I don't fault teachers for doing their stuff like that. Like, they move stuff, and they have their own way of doing things. She probably has sound reasoning. Perfectly fine. Those are one of those things where, you know, he's coming back. You know, these kids are coming back. Like, don't move their stuff. Just incorporate the other children. Because it's not in alphabetical order. No. So And that's what I thought last year because he was right at the front. And so I thought, you know, Badger, he was right at the beginning because of that, maybe. Um caught my thumb and it was really loud. I heard it back in my headphones. Oh, okay. That'll be fun for everybody. Sorry. Um So I thought that's why he was there. And so I was surprised that of all of all the people to give his cubby too. She gave it to Joseph, which I feel like is just gonna be a problem because the Cormac Joseph relationship is always such a problem. Joseph loves Cormac. Does he? That's what his mom says. Okay. He also tried to choke him out of the playground. So. Yeah. So. Well, yeah. I'll have that with the big jobs. I guess. Anyway. So anyway. So Quinn will be starting on monday as well um half days three days a week and um talked to a few of her teachers and um the one we we had her outside and she was exploring i we took her with us nobody else took their kids but we only took quinn i didn't take cormac but i think that this is my personal opinion i think they should have a they should have like a back to school day where the especially new students can see the classroom because I feel like that would be such a help transition wise. Probably you're probably right. So that's I was just like zero fucks. Instead of it. like Monday, here you go. Right. Here your mom's gone and you're in this classroom with no people you've never seen in a room you've never seen. I will say that about his old school. They let us do that and the pictures were there and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And I think that was Nice idea. No, Cormac was wild those days, but uh, especially on the <laughs> picture stool. But mm-hmm. um, it, that I thought that was a nice idea. Yeah, and it gets um, you know, so she was there and she gets to walk around and explore some of the uh, work. And we went outside, and although that space is changing, you know, she explored that. And um, Audrey, I, I'm gonna mess this up. I don't know if it's Aubrey or Audrey gonna need to look that up um one of the teachers uh she i we were talking i was like she's really hard to get inside sometimes she loves to be outside she was like well that's really good to know because on monday if like she has a hard time in the morning i just go bring her out here and let her run around in the yard and i think i'm very hopeful that she's gonna be like we don't have to think about it it'd be nice to have one that would she just loves it there and it's great from seamlessly from the beginning to the end and you're like okay cool something easy in parenting nothing's easy in parenting i know but i can cross my fingers and toes and hope do you can you cross your toes 
mean, I have to manually do them, but... You have really long toes, so maybe it's possible. I do have, like, my second and third ones. Yeah, I'm sitting here trying with my fingers and everything. My toes are too short. Well. That's why they're adorable. I'm gonna sell pictures of my feet, guys. I need oh money. God. Are you into feet? Check the link tree. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um, that's how hey you know what if that leads to more downloads and views of our podcast you know what win-win win-win i'll I'll help you with lighting and props if it's like requested nothing i i know nothing about about it but like you know what no shame if somebody wants a picture of my feet i'll tell you a picture of my feet like fuck you're gonna pay money for a picture of my feet like it's not like it's it's actually something that, like, I should, like, I'm not showing you my tits or anything. Like, they're just my feet. Like, I walk around literally on asphalt with in my bare feet. Like, it was zero fuck. So, like, if somebody wants a picture, cool. Let's go. Okay. I, oh, the dude I saw was dipping his foot in wax for them. Okay. Like, ten layers. Twenty layers. Yeah, stuff like that. And then, like, that was it. That was, like, one of his requests. He goes, I'm doing one of my requests today for feetfinder.com. And but then he put it on TikTok so everybody could see it on TikTok? I guess. It I might mean, have been, like, so many days later or something like that. Yeah. I feel like if you paid for I'm, that video, I might be real annoyed. Because maybe he doesn't follow him on TikTok. I, maybe. Maybe that's how he found him. I don't know anything about this world. I'm not into fetishes, guys. I'm not part of the fetish world. Yeah. But just trying to make money. Just <laughs> Me too. I don't even know where I would go. Like, I think I'd be better on like gay sites than I would on straight sites. I'd probably get some gay dudes to be like, yo, bro, take your shirt off. I'd be like, you want to see all this hair? All right. What are children up to? So, these last three weeks, Gormick's been home. Has been. Which is why we haven't had a podcast. Oh my god, it's between the two of them. It's we're been just exhausted. Wild. If I am not at work, we're, somebody is exhausted. If not both of us. So, we just haven't had. Yeah, Quinn just stays up so late. So, it's been really bad lately. And I it's feel like. Day. I feel, and Kelly can, you know, tell me if I'm wrong or not. I feel like it's worse when I'm home. I know it was that way. I don't know if it's still that way. It's hit or miss. It Usually the first night's a little bit longer. The second night, because you work back to back, is the second night's shorter. Like, she goes to sleep a lot quicker. Like, Monday night, wouldn't take a bottle. Or nothing. If we didn't have milk. No, that, we did have milk that day. I thought we didn't. No, that was Thursday last week. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, yeah, so I wasted seven ounces of milk because she just would not touch the bottle. She, like, would hold the bottle, and then she likes to let it drip on me. <laughs> on you. She, like, literally will tilt the bottle over, and it starts to drip out, and then she'll, like, poke me with it. That's funny. She, when she nurses, she'll come off a boob, and if it's leaking, she'll poke it, or she'll lick my nipple. 
but Monday night wouldn't touch a bottle for nothing. She so we didn't go to bed until midnight, maybe. Well, she didn't, and I couldn't get to sleep until like one. And then the next night, she fell asleep around ten, which a lot different than twelve. Right. But yeah, and then she took a bottle that night and everything, and it was like totally different. It's, and that's how it's been. The first nights were bad. Second night is good. And when you're home, it's like whatever. Throw it against the wall. See what sticks. It's awful when I'm home. Oh, Cormac and I camped out in the yard. Oh yes. So that was Kelly is something. The intention was never for you to sleep with him. <laughs> you just kept being like, "Well, I guess I have to do this," even though he was like, "I want mommy to stay with me." I was ready to do it, and you were just like, "I'm gonna go put clothes on because I'm sleeping in this tent." Like for somebody who didn't want to do it, you really pushed doing it. Well, how was it gonna be with me and Quinn inside? I was like, just gonna come all the way outside and get you. No, you were just going to have to be the one parent. I don't know how to do that. You do it when I'm at work. Uh... Anyway, so. Kelly was very upset that he had to do it, even though he didn't have to do it. And then they slept out there till like 6 a.m. When Kelly woke them up. So it wasn't even Cormac. Cormac did fine. I was not trying to wake him up. I tried to move, and then he asked me a question, and then I was like, I have to go pee. And then I came back in, and he was not going back to sleep. We came back, we came inside. I'm like, all right, dude. I'm going to lay down on the couch. You can do whatever you want. I don't care. And he lay down on the couch too. It was just fun. He stayed awake though. I couldn't. And then he passed out at 5.30 oh, that yeah. night. Mm-hmm. And woke up at 8.10. Bedtime's 8.30. And he woke up right before bedtime. I was like, oh, I should have moved him. Should have moved him to his bed and he would have woke up and been like, oh, it's night and gone right back to sleep. Instead, he was up till like 9.30. You know, we fed him. and yeah. How dare we? How dare we feed our child dinner? That's the way of groceries. Feed them dinner on a regular like, basis. He just, tonight, Kelly brought home dinner and 10 minutes after, not, it was more than that, like 35, 40 minutes after he was in bed, he's he, Yelling into the monitor, I'm hungry. The first time he said it eight times, back to back to back to back to back. I'm hungry, to back I'm to hungry, back. I'm hungry, I'm hungry, like that. Yeah. The first one was like that, like I'm hungry, and then it was seven rapid fires, like. <laughs> and then I would counted them because I had monitor in my hand as I got up to go upstairs, and like eight, eight times. Okay. Why didn't you give him food? Why did what did you tell him the first time then? I said, I think your tummy's full. You ate all your food. Did he eat all of it? Yeah, he came when he came back in, he finished. Did he eat fries? He ate a couple of those, I guess. He doesn't eat usually eat all those, but he ate um, over half of that mac and cheese because I gave him more than I gave her. So he would have had over half of that. And then however many nuggets five. I gave him. How many nuggets did she have? She had five. She didn't eat all five. I ate three. Of hers? Yeah. And then she ate part of the mac and cheese. Mm-hmm. But. Yeah. So I gave him crackers and apple juice the second time. Oh, I watched. So I watched on the monitor. Because she went to get Quinn. Because she woke up because he was yelling about being hungry. 
and he's sitting there eating it. And I was like, it looks like there's a light on. And that's why I was like, I'm going to have to go up there. If Kelly's stuck with Ben, I'm going to have to go up there and take it. So I finished the laundry, but I was watching him. And he goes, uh-oh. I heard that, too. The crackers, like, it ripped open. And all the crackers fell out onto the bed. Like, How many crackers did you give him? Six. Okay. Maybe seven. It wasn't a lot. There's like, there's like a stack of this. Three in the sleeve still. Um, but there's crumbs in his bed. You know what I said to him when I gave him? Did you hear that? No. I said, please eat these like a normal person. <laughs> he, I, he was eating them. He just dropped it onto something, and so he like wasn't like like you hate. Like, he just, he dropped the package onto the bed, so there were crumbs everywhere. It wasn't from eating it that there were crumbs. And I was like, I will wash your bedding tomorrow. Like, I'm not, not today, man. I'm not, take, I'm not stripping your bed at 10 o'clock at night to wash it so you can sleep tonight. Like, I'm not, you'll be okay for tonight. Not about that life? Mm-mm. I'll wash it in the morning. Yeah, I... I think the reason it bothers me because he'll he's okay. So what she's saying is the thing I don't like. He starts like taking teeny tiny little bites or maybe chewing them. Like I don't know. It's not like taking a bite of them. It's taking like he nibbles it like a mouth. Yes, and he does it with the messiest of foods all the time. Like his pop tarts, his crackers, his pips and stuff like that and this has been a relatively new thing and they all just like fall down the front of him and he's never over his plate he's never over a table it is all over the place rewind all the way back to like when i was like 15 or 16 mind you this dude ended up being in the nfl so maybe i should let cormac do it but he would eat Ruffles Ridges chips. His name's Kid O'Brien. Shout out. Um, <laughs> I knew that's who you were talking about. He would eat Ruffles Ridges by the ridge. And it drove me bonkers. Like, I, our lockers were right next to each other. And he'd be in there during camp. And I'm like, like bro. Did he just, like, break it off and eat them? No. Across the front. Like, them sideways. And I'm like, are you doing <laughs> I'm like what is wrong oh i just i just like doing it that way i'm like you're six foot four as a 14 year old you should probably just shove the whole damn thing in your mouth okay why do you hate them he's so hard he like normal people maybe you're the one who's not normal okay you know what you're probably right because there's a lot of things i just shoved the whole fucking thing in my mouth like a fudge pop I wrote that, okay? Mm-hmm. You know what? Is If there's a site for that, guys, send it my way. There is. I'm I, sure that there's a site about putting a full popsicle in your mouth. And pulling it back. Yeah. But maybe that's my thing. I Maybe it is. I don't know. But normally, I just take bites. You don't take bites of chips. Shut the fuck up. You stick a, you stick a whole chip in your mouth. Sometimes I like them. Like <laughs> did it the other day when we were eating Doritos. Doritos is the one I I do it to the most. If I find one that has like a bunch of seasoning on it, I'm licking that son oh, of a I bitch. 
push it off. Watch <laughs> in. Okay, guys, she does that. That's weird, right? She also doesn't eat the crumbs at the end of the bag of chips. So if you pick up a bag of chips, that Andrea's done. Not true. You don't like take the bag, put it up into your mouth, and get every last drop. Certain chips I do. I don't want Doritos because the flavor's too strong. And that silence is appropriate. Okay. Mm-hmm. Don't cut that out. out. <laughs> <laughs> Well, flavoring on Doritos is the best part. That's why I don't eat Doritos that often. It's overpowering. I get like eight chips in. I'm like, I'm fucking done with this. This is too goddamn much. I get like eight bags in. I'm like, that's probably enough. Get a whole stale bag. I'm just going to write Doritos a letter. And get coupons. For more stale ass chips. And you know what? Free chips are free chips. They're the ones that taste the best. Thank you, Kroger, for the last bag of Doritos I bought. Okay. <laughs> Oh my gosh. There was something Cormac said the other day. That was really funny. I was like, I gotta remember that. Guess what I didn't do? Remember it. Right. That sounds right. He's been... I can tell he's getting older. And he's picking up on stuff. And he's using it all right. Not just cuss words. But I'm just like, bro, slow down. But he's still a baby, too, because the other day he tried to say Pomeranian, and he said Ranian. Just Ranian. Yeah, sometimes, like, the first... are a small... I was like, oh, but I was like, what? And then I realized he was quoting Bluey, and I was like, oh, Pomeranian. Yeah, sometimes that, like, first start of a word, he Mm. just misses. It's like, gone over his head. Yeah. What's another word? Pomeranians. Oh man, there's there's a couple other ones. There was another one right after that that he did, and I don't remember what it was. But man, that kid, it just sucks because you get the memories and stuff that pop back up on your socials, and you're like, that was two years ago. That's a different kid. Yeah. Oh my god. There's one. Three years ago, we were at the children's museum. And you were walking him down like a ramp there. And I got a picture of you two from behind. And I'm like, he's so little. Oh my God. That was right before he started school. Oh my God. And he had like, these chunky cheeks. And then today I was looking at him and he had like, there's like a bunch of structure to his face. And I'm like, stop. And then I, I'm, then I started thinking, Quinn's right behind him. Not right. Not right behind him. Look, I blinked in like the last five years just flew by. So what the fuck? For real though, it's gone so fast. You can't deny that. I mean, yes, but I'm also like I'm riddled with guilt constantly. Think of all the things that have happened in your life that were not parent related since then. I'm talking about you, not me, not like us. I'm talking about just you. You were at Parkview, then you went, then you tried to go to school to stay at Parkview. They closed that school down. You had to go find a new job, and you've been there three and a half years. Mm-hmm. That's a lot. And then you had two kids in there, too. Right. So, I mean, that's a lot of stuff that's happened to just you. So... I'm just saying, like, that's a lot of stuff just to happen. And then, oh, yeah, you 
have raised a five-year-old and a one-and-a-half-year-old in there, too. No big deal. Right. So. I don't know. More than anything, and I hate this. I hate that this is the way I feel. More than anything, I just, like, when I look back, I'm just like, he was so small, and I didn't appreciate it like I should have because we were dealing with the first school bullshit. And I hate that. I hate that, like, it, like, jaded the way that I looked at my child. Um, Like, it it changed that dynamic, and I hate it, and I try to fix fix it every single day. And I think that's a lot of where the issues that we all have are. I can't get out of my own head. I still can't. I know. Every time something happens where I blow up, or he blows up on me, or we're at each other... For whatever reason, I think the worst things, and they're fewer between, like, they're not as frequent. Few and far between. They're, yeah, they're not as frequent, Um, but, I mean, they still happen, and it sucks. I get out of it a lot quicker, but they're still just as intense when they happen. They're, like, quick, hot flame, but it's still hot. Right. I don't know. If that makes any and sense. And then I almost I almost feel guilty doing things with Quinn or for Quinn because I'm like, well, but would I have done this for Cormac at that age? And I mean at the age she is now, yes, because it was pre all of that. Um but like I don't know. I am just like constantly juggling things and I don't want him he the other day, um, we were talking about Quinn going to school. He said, Is Quinn gonna start at another school and then get kicked out and then come to my school? Yeah, homeboy does not forget. I know. And I was like, no, baby, that doesn't happen to everybody. And I hate that that happened to you. It shouldn't have happened to you. And I'm really sorry that it did, but we don't want that to happen to Quinny. We want her to be able to stay at your school because you like your school and your school makes you happy now. And he's like, yeah, I really like my school. But it was so hard. Like, And the fact that he constantly does that, uh, that it, it's so hard for me and he doesn't he doesn't bring it up nearly as often anymore you know like it was really hard at first because we would bring up like friends that he wanted to see like when do I get to go see this person I want to go play with this person and so that was really hard but like I even I looked at a picture of him from right before Quinn was born I was like he was such he was a baby he was a baby like how how is the people who were in charge of that decision at that school, how could you look at that baby and be like, well, we can't have this child here? And it just I kills I still, me. as much as, okay, so quick backstory of my last couple of weeks, I, in my new job, have taken on Cormac School as bank wins now i guess mm-hmm. the kids school as a customer and i bent over backwards trying to find the right numbers and everything to get them the best possible thing and i even told them we don't have money to like throw at you guys to help like you and me don't have money to throw at them to like help them like we give them the money for the kids and that's pretty much all we can do like that's just right. We're not like big donors, and we probably, you know, we probably never will be. Yeah, you know, we're just normal parents. Like we're as normal as the normal parents are going to be. Mm-hmm. But I even told this to the office manager. I said, 
I, I said, do you know why I'm, I'm trying so hard for this? And she was like, well, you're wanting to help us. I was like, because I can't help you other ways. And I want to do my part to make this school better for my kids that go here. And so there's also the flip side of that where I've looked up the old school and been like, I could really bend them over price them like a diamond so that's the thing at my work is like there's a little tab that says price like a diamond that gets you to the next level and all these incentives and stuff like that i am not that with his school <laughs> like i'm not even not even close i'm at the bottom of where i can go and i'm cool with it but i've also thought i should just oh no hard feelings and then just go in there and try to do the worst but i'm not going to do that because that's not who i am as a like who I want to be in my job. So, yeah, sometimes I think when I'm like, he was three. Mm -hmm. And coming off of a pandemic and where he had got. He's still in the middle of a pandemic. Like, it was still, it was eight months after COVID started. Like, we were still in 2020. Yeah. And we he weren't even. Stripped away from his class that he was in. Mm -hmm. He would never finished a year. This was the first year he finished was this past year at his current school. And it's just, and it, the things, the things that were like their final straws completely baffle me. Like, you can't be a dinosaur. He's three. He's three years old. But I just. He's still a dinosaur. Sometimes. Right. But like, he was three years old. Yeah, he wanted to be a dinosaur, but more than that, he couldn't talk to anybody. He didn't know how to talk to kids because he was a toddler when COVID started and he didn't, two-year-olds don't play with each other. They play near each other. So he went from playing near children to then expecting, you know, when school finally came back, he was expected to completely interact with them. He didn't have an issue the entire time he was at summer camp there during covid he went to summer camp there and was completely fine he did not have a problem and then he moved up which was fine that's where he was grade wise and intellectually that's where he was but then he wasn't allowed to be a dinosaur which is just okay cool so then we like cut out dinosaur like hey buddy you can't be a dinosaur first it was you can't be a dinosaur in the classroom cool you can be a dinosaur on the playground then all of a sudden he wasn't even allowed to be a dinosaur on the playground but what you can't you're controlling the way he plays now and he's three and like i said i was going through pictures yesterday or the day before and i'm just like he looking at it, i'm like he's such a baby like there there's pictures on the fridge that's what it was is there's the picture that they gave us that was supposed to be for grandparents day but my parents never got to go to grandparents day because of that but they gave us the picture that they had taken of him and i was just like he's so small he's such a tiny little baby in that picture still oh yeah he's three and a half three and a half and you picked out a three and a half year old for behavioral issues he's three and a half what three and a half year old doesn't have behavioral issues and i'm sorry because i know that this became a rant about what happened oh. but it's just i'm still I'm, I'm constantly, I 
have so much guilt from it because I listened to them instead of listening to him. And conversely, when Cormac, when stuff happens to Cormac at school, I think that's why he, I think about it like that. So shit still happens. Like kids are still kids. Mm-hmm. And that happens to him at this new school, like to him. He doesn't do it so much. And if he does, it's a little bit of a retaliation. But I, I mean, you're going to happen. But some stuff has happened to him, and he doesn't care. Like, how many of the, I've always thought, I've been thinking, like, how many of those kids that he did stuff to care? Or cared about it five minutes after? Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I keep email. I keep those emails in my email. I have 27 emails today at the end of the day. I delete emails all the time. I keep that one nice and tidy. I keep those in there because sometimes I just like to be mad. I'll just look at them. I have the them. difficult decision. The difficult decision. I have it starred so I can it pops up. And I'm an asshole. I am sometimes. A lot of times I'm not. Like people out in the world don't see that about me because I don't want to be. But sometimes I want to be, and I want to be a dickhead, and sometimes I want to slash tires. And I've totally never looked up where people who work there live. It's one person in particular. One person, just one person. Yeah. I, I know her. Well, and that's, I don't know, that's always. And I hated how she talked to me. Fucking hated it. I just, her in general. And that's, I've talked to, you know, I've talked to other people about it. I've talked to his current teacher about it. Um. And I never, I never had a problem with any of his teachers. Uh, frankly, like, I got along very well with his teachers. Like, you know, if they had something, like, I loved his toddler teachers. Um, I think a lot of times they were really cool about it. And they're like, this is things we need to do. And then these are the, things the that, other person yeah. would interject and be, well, we, we can't, can't. We can't oh, do nice. that. Oh, nice. See, Jinx, we're on the same page. I hated her. It was I, just, it's she's always... right up there with Coldplay. <laughs> It's just, well, we can't, we can't, like, in, when he was in primary, and they, you know, made a little space under their desk for him to go, where he could calm himself down, they would tape, paper up to the side, or to the side wall, so he could color, if he wanted to, and, like, they didn't have a problem with it. There was even, like, an instance where they hadn't replaced the paper, and he didn't realize it, and he colored on the wall of the desk and they were like i'm just gonna leave it there forever because like it's just my little cormac artwork that you know we can always keep and it was more it was it was always her it was always that one person and i just i just don't understand how you can be so against a three-year-old i remember when they wanted to do like language stuff with him I and stuff like that. to do speech with him, and I'm just like, this child doesn't shut up. He just wasn't talking there. He wasn't comfortable. Right. And they they never allowed him in that one to be comfortable. Right. I don't that because they were always trying to, like, you can't do that. Instead of, you can do this. Or, I don't know, in my head. I. <laughs> it doesn't in my in my opinion and i didn't you know i i only went to school to be a teacher for a short while i didn't finish it out and i didn't do like montessori teaching education 
but I've looked into it a lot in the time that, you know, our kids have gone there. And Montessori is supposed to be child-led. And if you're constantly trying to put my child in a box, how is that Montessori? How does that go with the teachings? Montessori profit. There's, I think they, 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 they're so focused on growing. And developing the area they have and they own so much land there that they want to develop every inch of it but why i mean part of the one of the draws to it was all the acreage and the fact that the kids could go outside i mean and that's i'm so glad that his school has switched to the forest school aspect because they're also on land it's no it's not 50 acres it's 11 but that's still 11 acres is still a good chunk of land that they had a pond we drive by it all the time. I know, but I forgot. And then I went back to the library and I was like, Pond's right there. Yeah. Cormac tells us about the turtles. <laughs> but I, we went off of, on a tangent there. I apologize. But he was just, he has grown up really fast and he was such a baby. And I'm, I hope that at some point I don't feel so guilty for that decision like because it seemed like it should have been the right decision like you know like it was a good school and um we know other people that go there went there and there was no reason that it should have been like that because he's it's not that he's a bad kid he has big emotions and everybody has big emotions sometimes and to tell a three and a half year old that they can't act on their emotions like how you have to teach them how to emotionally regulate you can't just expect them to know how they're children they're toddlers he's five and there's uh, there's still times where he loses his fucking mind because well, i don't even know why did he lose his mind today because i asked him to go to the bathroom yeah and then he didn't know how to use his legs anymore oh my gosh he always does that that's a big thing right now is i don't know how to use my I was like, okay, well, then I'm gonna leave. Did not realize you were also leaving when I told him I was leaving, by the way. Then you came upstairs to leave, and that just end of days. End of days. Yeah, um, he tried to close the lid on me as I was starting to pee. I was like, bro, I'm trying to pee. I already wanted to have the light on, and you're not letting me have the light on. Maybe you did go in there while he was trying to pee. So, you invaded his personal space. So, I mean, I get what you're saying. You wanted the light on, but you walked in the bathroom while he was using it. And we do only have one bathroom. Makes that difficult. Privacy. Well, privacy is not a thing here. Yeah, it, it, I mean, it should be. We need to teach him that so he doesn't just walk in other people's bathrooms and shit. Yeah, not into their shit, no. Because you went a different way with that. In my head, I was like, walk into other people's bathroom, comma, and shit. Elusive <laughs> comma, you can put it wherever you want. Not a comma splice. You can just throw it in all willy-nilly. And don't forget to use our promo code on that. Uh, Nerf will hook you up. 15% off. Nerf, nerf, nerf. Nobody pays us for ads. Like I said before about selling feet pics, we need money. 
Sponsors? Sponsors. Anybody? Sponsors. Okay. Um, so Quinn. Let's talk about Quinn for a little bit and then we'll wrap things up. Um, she is talking a lot. She is still real, real sassy. She um is learning to like say phrases or like she's learning where phrases are appropriate. She the other day in, you know, it was like 1130 at night because she wouldn't sleep and she kept going, mama, I'd say what? And she go, mama, over and over again, like 15 times. But in the middle of that, she burped and then goes, excuse you. And it was great because why would she say, excuse me? She's never heard someone say, excuse me to her. <laughs> we always say, excuse you. And I just thought that was the cutest thing in the middle of hating it because it was mama, 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 mama at 1130 at night. Yeah, I mean, she likes her mommy. No. She likes her mommy. She said mama. You miss those times where she didn't say mom? I was thinking that like yesterday. I was like, yeah, I miss it when you just thought every daddy was the only one. <laughs> she was like, mama. I said, what? Jump? Yeah. Mama, what? Jump? I said yes. Mama, what? I jump? Please. Please, Please jump. jump. Still jump. Wee. <laughs> she says we. Some <laughs> silly stuff. Like, oh my gosh. Oh, she's been trust falling on the couch. She's just like, woo. And like goes back and like straight as a plank and backwards into stuff. And she's not looking where she's going. I'm putting pillows up over the arms. I put down the pad over the edge in case, you know, she decides to go over the arm of the couch. Uh, by this time, and she normally is doing it 1130. And I'm like, I'm not half asleep. I'm like, what are you doing? And then she'll just do it, you know, head first into your head or chest or mm -hmm. I'm like what is going on I just want to go to sleep not get maimed by a fucking kid mama boob mama oh boob God. it's just ball yeah. ball she so when I'm home if Kelly walks into her room and she throws herself back throws herself back into the bed mama mama and then cries harder and then when I walk in she says yeah, every time well, Boop? I, she just rumples down to the floor. It's like the worst thing ever. She sees him and she's like, no, throws herself down all dramatically. And you cannot take care of me. I need the mother. Over half the time, I'm giving her to you anyway. She just doesn't mm -hmm. trust me that I'm going to take know. care of it. I don't know. But it's if like. If you're here, where is my mommy? I don't know. She's a wild child. She does, does her do's. She does her night-night stuff. Night-night. God, I just wish she would actually do it. And then she's not ready for night-night. You close the door and she just starts screaming. I don't know that from experience. She does it in the middle of the day. Oh, yeah. I take her upstairs to get her dressed. She'll be like, night-night? And I'm like, fine. I'll put her in her bed. And she'll lay down. And she'll cover herself with a blanket. Night-night. And I'm like, okay, bye. And I just pretend to walk out the door. And she loses her fucking mind. I'm like, don't tell me night-night if you don't want a night-night. Oh, yeah. Blanket. That's why I've been 
thinking about switching her to a toddler bed because oh, but I don't want to I don't want to start the habits that we had with Cormac. I don't want us to lay on the ground to get her to fall asleep like we did like you did mostly with here's, him for so long. Here's the the deciding factor on that. I ain't doing it. I'm learned I learned my lesson. <laughs> like no. Just no. I can't. I know, but now sometimes I just want to cuddle him because he's my baby. I just want to climb in bed with him and hold him. His inappropriate timing for touching right now, I don't. I'm like, you want to sit with me? No. Ten minutes later, he's like headbutting me or pushing on me with feet. I'm like, that's not cuddling, dude. That's not even chilling. Like, you're forcefully pushing on me with your feet and head. <sighs> yep. The couch, I'm like, dude, this couch is huge. I sat all the way over here away from you. <laughs> so I'm not being touched by a kid. And somehow, you're, like, hurting me with your head right now. I'm just laying here. You were just sitting over there. Go. Touch is both of your love language. Like you are both touch people. Now I understand it's in a different way, but you're also different ages. Been on this earth longer than him. His is touch. I tell him that. His is touch in an I can touch you with any. I just need to have a part of my body on a part of your body. You are like, can we cuddle? Can we hold hands? Can we play footsie? Except not really because we don't like feet. I I want to hold him sometimes and he just doesn't want to do it that way. He doesn't want to sit next to me and watch TV and eat chips with me or something like that. He wants to eat my chips. But also he needs to keep his hands off Quinn. He's picking her up a lot lately. I think you're not going to want me to say this, but I'm going to say it anyway. You didn't grow up with siblings. No. And so you're not used to it. It's normal. And I know that it's annoying. And I know I I get on him too. But siblings annoy each other. It's what they do. And their parents? Yes. It's annoying. It's part of the dynamic. And you grew up in a weird way where you have a lot of people who are considered your siblings, even though you did were not raised together. And so you're still, at the end of the day, you still live that only child life. And so you are not used to the, I'm annoying you just because I can annoy you. I'm not touching. I told him not to touch her the other day and he literally hovered his hand over her for like a minute and a half while she screamed at him because he's her big brother. I do. I do hate it because... Sometimes she just wants space or I need her to give him space. I'm like, Quinn, get away from him. Like, I'll tell her, I get onto her and I tell him like, Hey man, I'm telling her to get away from you. You need to get away from her too. Don't feed into it. It doesn't help. I'm batting like 185 on that. That's a generous day. Just need you guys to leave each other alone. That's normal. 
I'm sorry. I've been thinking about it for like a few weeks now. They'll do something and I'm like, God, why does he do that? And then I'm like, I he does it like today. Today he picked her up, carried her halfway across the kitchen, and you're like, Why did you do that? And he's like, I don't know. And you're like, that's not an acceptable answer. And I was like, but really, he doesn't know. He has no idea. His brain was like, it quit up. And he was like, oh, fucking K. And he did it. And there was absolutely no reason for it. He just thought, I'm going to fucking pick this baby up. And he did. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry that that is the sibling dynamic. But it is. And I think maybe if they were close, a little bit closer in age, it might not bother you as much. You might have expected it more. But, I don't know, maybe you think because of the gap, he should be different than that? Protector, stuff like that. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't know. All I know is I did not have that with anybody. And I'm... The, new for you. Yeah. I... Oh. Doesn't sound made. It makes sense. And it made me happy. Yeah, I can Oh, I and it is a lot different for me. I don't know. Having I said I didn't have to worry about anybody ever living with me. Right. People lived with us on and off my entire life mm -hmm. but they didn't like but they that's another thing they lived with you it was your house my house I exactly. had my own room right you had your own room you had your things if they messed with your stuff everybody was going to get on them because it was your stuff they were just staying there as opposed to a sibling this is both of their homes you'll have that I don't I don't know. I don't know. It's it's different for me. I don't And that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. I just don't want them to have a relationship like you and your brother. I get that. I don't I don't want that. I get because there's a lot of brother sister relationships where they rely on each other and we don't rely on him for shit. No, and I a lot of that is just how we each individually coped with our grandma's death. I think that that is a lot of how that relationship changed because pre her being diagnosed, we were really close. We were, we played together every day in the backyard. It was just the two of us, you know, uh, we got along really well. We did things together. It wasn't until she got sick and we moved in with our mom and we had, we each dealt with it in a different way. And part of us dealing with it was separating from each other. So I think that that's part of that. And it just, oh, we just never went back after that. I guess, I mean, I know. I was a lot older, but I think that's why I don't, I did this a different way. I coped it in a different way when my parents passed away. I don't, I don't have shit to do with them for most of the week time. I mean, if they converse with me, I converse with them, but 
I don't actively seek them out in my family or in like my life. Right. I don't. I just and they don't with me. Nobody does. I mean, for real, Sharon's the only one. But even that's just whenever. Mm-hmm. Because when they left or when they were gone, I figured on myself. I do not need anybody else. And maybe that's wrong. You like you said the other day, my village is tight. It's very small. I don't we don't lean on a village to raise our children. Right. We're like those people who are on an island. They don't get any interactions from the outside world. And you know what? They're still there. They're still producing. I mean, they still have a literal village yep. that they help each other. <laughs> they have been dwindling. I mean, I, I, for whatever reason, find them fascinating. So, anyway. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. We're off the rails. It's Today's gotten interesting. Um, we had nothing to talk about when we got on here. Absolutely nothing. This is what three and a half weeks of nothing gets you. Just us talking about everything. Um, and as always, relating it back to ourselves. All right. My question for you is, what are you expecting out of Quinn Goodness. in these first couple of weeks of school? Um, I think there's as soon as somebody who is not you or me tries to get her out of her car seat, she's going to lose her fucking mind. Well, Monday morning at 830, the very first person who comes and tries to unclip that baby from her car seat, she is going to scream. No. Mm -hmm. you're accurate there (laughs) (laughs) and I think that Cormac is going to try it out he's going to be like it's okay sissy it's fine let's go into school you're right by me and it's she's not going to care at all Mm -mm. Mm -mm. so yeah I don't I don't even I do think um I think that, you know, if they let her play outside, honestly, she, she'll probably be okay. Yeah. She's an um, outside kid. She's been working real hard on that. And it's only three hours. I mean, yeah. she doesn't have to endure being fed, really. I mean, a snack. There's a snack. Um, And then, or a nap, or something like that. So, she doesn't have to go through all that. I think this is the smartest thing we can do with her. Especially at this age, like this is the ultimate ease in. Mm-hmm. But then I worry, like, what if you know we take her on Monday, pick her up on Tuesday she when it's go. not her time? I know. Is she gonna freak out when we get there? And then the next Monday after third or Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah. I'm more worried about, like, the day that she doesn't have to be there, but, you know, she'll be in the car. Um, How is she going to react to that? Is she going to scream as soon as they come to get him out, even though it's not her day to get out? Is she going to lose her mind? Um, Should we just walk her in? I have no idea. That is an option. We can walk her in. Yeah. But do we think that'll be better for her or not? a decision we have to make so 
we'll think on that for the next few days. I don't want to be one of the first cars. No. No, I want to see how the kids struggle first. <laughs> and then we and then if we're like eight cars back, we can like pull off to the side and be like, all right, walk them in. Yeah. Which Cormac will just be like, he'll be completely fine. Be like, why are you guys walking me in right now? It's not summer camp. We're really walking towards the end, though. We just got to drop Dixie off today. Maybe that's what we should do. We should probably just walk her in the first day. I don't know how y'all do with that. I was going to say, great, so I can cry in front of everybody? Great. Love you, too. You can hold it in until we get to the car. It'll be fine. Yeah. I don't have a question. What? You can't even pull one out of your ass? Come on now. No. <laughs> no. You got nothing. All right, let's take the circle light upstairs. We got some pictures to take. <laughs> Let me change the sheets. We got some stuff to do after this podcast. Oh, God, it's going to get weird. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have a question for me. I don't. I don't know what else to ask you. I already asked you if I could sell feet pics. I asked you before this started. It doesn't count. Stop. Only question I have. Anyway, I'm Andrea. I'm Kelly. And this was Kelly. And this was our return to normalcy episode of Rant, Rant, Rant. Maybe. We'll see. Um, We might be. Who knows what will happen next week, though. So let's be honest. And we're going to go ahead and just work ahead, and we're going to act like the next one. We're going we're gonna to record it right after this, right? No, sleep. Oh. Okay. Um. From the Playroom Podcast Studios. This is Kelly. This is Andrea. And this is Shit Our Kids Say. Bye.